This podcast was first broadcast on Fresh FM, the top of the South community access radio station. For more information on Fresh FM, as well as links to other great local podcasts, go on our website freshfm.net or download the accessmedia.nz app. Hello and welcome to John's Media Show, where we talk about medium and other stuff. Now before I get started my review of Power Razor Judgment, I'd like to give a shout out to any friends or family that may be tuning in to listen to me today, and I hope you enjoy the show. And for any new listeners that are tuning in to listen to me today, I'd like to talk to you about how I critique any sort of media. So how I critique any sort of media is based on, on its entertainment value. I look at the pros and cons. If the pros outweigh the cons, it would get a high rating. If the cons outweigh the pros, it would get a low rating. If it's mediocre, the pros and cons would be about equal. I try and keep my reviews as spoiler-free as possible, but in some cases I do need to get into spoiler territory, since I may be a major part in my review. But I'll give you an estimation on... Um, how long I'll be talking spoilers. For example, I'll be talking the usual suspect spoilers for about a minute or two minutes. Uh, if you want to turn off the radio then and you don't want any spoilers, turn off the radio then and come back in about one or two minutes. So people who don't want the experience spoiled don't get the experience spoiled. I have two unique rating systems. The first is unique to whatever medium I'm critiquing. So for film, I use popcorns, because that's maybe what you eat when you go to the cinema. For video games, I use video game controllers, because that's maybe what you play video games with. And for TV shows, I use televisions, because that's maybe what you watch TV shows on. And the second rating system is, because I'm a film collector, more specifically on Blu-ray or of digital iTunes HD, I use this as a helpful guide for any other media collectors that may be tuning in to listen to me today. So at the bottom we have to skip it. This is where whatever I'm critiquing has no entertainment value whatsoever, not even it's so bad as good, like Batman and Robin, that you can laugh at how ridiculous and the top everything is. Rent it slash stream it is where, for example, if the film has come out recently in cinemas, and I think it's good, but not good enough for you to warrant your money, time, and potentially fuel, depending on where your local cinema is, and you can wait three or four months for it to come out on DVD, Blu-ray, or streaming services to rent or stream it, then I say rent it slash stream it. See it once is also using the same example where if the film's come recently in cinemas and I think it's good enough for you to go see it once in the cinema and then be done with it, then I say see it once. But the highest honour is obviously to buy it on Blu-ray. This is where whatever I'm critiquing has great entertainment value and you'll never get tired of watching or playing the video game. So now we're heading into... How raise a judgment? 
evil seeks evil. What is going on here? Let's just dive in, shall we? What we're investigating is very dark. Just curious. What do you see? You think you're too close to this case? Jesus Christ. It's him. What on earth is this place? It isn't. So this is How Raise a Judgment. This is written and directed by Gary J. T. The cast stars Damon Carney, Randy Wayne, Alexander Harris, Heather Landingcamp, and Paul T. Taylor. So the synopsis reads, Detectives Sean and David Carter are on the case to find a gruesome serial killer terrorizing the city. Joining forces with Detective Christine Edgerton, they t- dig deeper into a spiraling maze of horror that may not be of this world. Personally, I'm not a huge fan of this film. The detectives we follow are initially okay, but eventually the main three detectives just become far too dull to, t- to care about. We also have another actor playing Pinhead, this time by Paul T. Taylor, which in my opinion is alright. He's a similar build to Doug Bradley in similar line readings, but aside from that, he doesn't do much for me personally. Another issue is that the film never beats its opening scene, with how unsettling and unnerving some of the imagery used are. What I will give praise for is the further expansion on the lore, with there being a different sanction of hell and different roles as a result. The police aspect of the film also overstated its welcome, it just becoming a bit tedious after a while and got boring. The only positive is in the climax where the things start falling into place and things get revealed but it was so much of a slog to get through. The biggest thing I have against this film is that for most of its runtime, it's just a chore to get through with its uninteresting characters and eventually performances. One and a half popcorns out of five. Skip it. I'm John Scott. This is John's Media Show on Fresh FM and we are heading into a music break. And I'll see you after the break.
and that was Saving New York, composed by James Horner from the film score of The Amazing Spider-Man. I'm John Scott, this is John's Media Show on Fish FM, and we're now heading back into a music break. And I'll see you after the break.
and that was Lazarus, composed by James Ewan Howard and Hans Zimmer, from the film score of Batman Begins. I'm John Scott, this is John's Media Show on Fish FM, and we're heading back into a music break. And I'll see you after the break.
And that was Captain America, composed by Henry Jackman, from the film score of Captain America, The Winter Soldier. Now that played near the end of the of Captain America, The Winter Soldier, where, um, or at least part of it plays where um, Natasha Romanoff, or better known as Black Widow, is talking to some sort of parliament, I can't remember the exact context, saying about why we need them, why they need people like Black Widow, because um, S.H.I.E.L.D.'s secrets has been revealed to the public um, since in this film it was revealed that um, Hydra um, infiltrated S.H.I.E.L.D., and this, it's shown also in a montage in this scene that Nick Fury is um, burning some documents or something like that. I'm John Scott. This is John's Media Show on Fresh FM. And we're heading back into a music break. And I'll see you after the break.
and that was Terraforming, composed by Hans Zimmer from the film score of Man of Steel. So that was played during which Superman goes to the Terraformer in the Atlantic Ocean, and Lois and the army go to the Terraformer in Metropolis. Welcome back to John's Media Show, where we talk about media and other stuff. And unfortunately, that's all the time we have for this session today. But I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in to listen to me today, because otherwise I'd just be in a room with a control panel, speaking to a microphone, or by myself. If you'd like me to critique anything, please go to freshfm.net, where you can go to our Facebook page and leave me a post via the visitors post with your recommendation and the hashtag John's Media Show. If you have a big recommendation, I'll give a shout out to whoever did so. Don't forget to listen to podcast grade right here on the top of the south through freshfm.net in the accessmedia.nz app. We can find my show and many others. I hope you've all had a wonderful day at school and or work. And I'll hopefully see you all next week. I'm John Scott. This is John's Media Show on Fish FM. And I'll hopefully see you all next time. Bye-bye. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this podcast available by funding the Access Media Project. Other great podcasts from Fresh FM are available through the accessmedia.nz app or our website freshfm.net.